Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Rajon Lewis, Real Talk with Rajon. Um, I wanted to do a quick video this evening. It's not going to be a long one. This will actually be a Real Talk short tonight. Um, just because something came up, I'm actually working on a lot of projects and stuff today. So I wanted to, I was thinking about getting on to do a topic or two, um, just as everything is um, going on. But uh, I, I had something specific that I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, so I wanted to come on and just share with you. I'm going to share this out really quickly and then I'm going to get right into it. Um, but what I'm going to be talking about tonight is specifically in regards to the um, in regards to the possible NBA return. You know, I talk about sports, music, politics, you name it, we discuss it. But this sort of combines two topics. It combines the topic of the um, the sports as well as the politics. Um and I guess we haven't really talked about music, but I guess we can get a little bit into that as well. This is, I don't intend on this being any more than 10, 15 minutes tops. So if you got a couple minutes, check it out and rock with me. Um, if not, I understand. Holler at me later and check it out later. But um, I, I wanted to talk about this topic. And I want to share my screen. I think I'm going to share my screen with you guys just so you can see. Um, oh, sorry. I wanted to share this. Talking NBA protest. NBA and protests. There we go. Join me. All right. Yeah. So I want to share my screen with you guys because I want y'all to see what I'm talking about. So there's a couple articles that I was looking at. There's a couple articles that I was looking at, and I want y'all to be able to see them. So I'm going to pull them up really quickly. All right. So the first topic I'm talking about is. The idea, um, so for those who don't know, the NBA has been trying to figure out a way to come back. Um, the NBA was trying to figure out a way to come back because of the fact that, uh, sorry, solo that. Um, because of the fact that due to COVID nineteen, people have been, um, they they have been not they they haven't been able to play since COVID came up. And that's slowing down my screen. So let me remove that. That's bothering me. Um, since COVID-19 came up, you know, the NBA had to stop its season in the middle and they've been trying to figure out a way to come back in a way that will be um, effective and efficient for the players and give the, the players an opportunity to to um, get back on the court and maybe finish out a season. I um, mean, different players have felt differently depending on what the issue is. Um, one issue that's been, of course, has been the COVID-19 thing. Players don't want to get back on the court and play um, because they some of them think maybe they can that, you know, there's no way to. They're completely safe from the issues surrounding COVID-19, which is understandable. You don't want people to get on the court and play and uh, and get hurt um, or or get sick and die. Um, and you also don't want them spreading the COVID-19. So what the NBA did, for again, for those who, who do not know, who have not been following it, um, what the NBA decided to do was to reassemble the league um, at uh, in Orlando in sort of a bubble type atmosphere. So what would happen is they would they would report to the um place, I think it's in Disney World, and they would live in they would live out of hotels for like I think it's six to eight weeks while they go through the remainder of the NBA season. Of course, if your team is no longer in the playoffs, um once they get to the playoffs, your team your play, your team will no longer need to be there and you can go back to living your regular life. But while they are there, they would have to live in that consolidated bubble. Well a good bit of players said, okay, we're good with that. Um, LeBron James being one of them. We know that, you know, LeBron James is really the face of the league. So if LeBron says something needs to happen, it's probably going to happen. Um, but since then, 
you know, everything's happened with George Floyd and a number of NBA players have been quite vocal about their feelings on George Floyd and, and the situation that's happening um, throughout the world um, when it comes to the protest, as have many of us, right? Uh, so now the thing that's popped up is that players say they don't want to play because it will take away from the current mo- the current movement in the moment. I mean, one of those players that's been really vocal has been uh, Kyrie Irving. All right. So he says, um, I don't support going into Orlando. I'm not with the systematic racism and the BS. Something smells a little fishy, whether we want to admit it or not. We are targeted as black men every day that we wake up. All right. So I want to stay right there that if Kyrie Irving doesn't want to go back, I completely understand it. I completely understand it. Um, I want to, I want to share some more thoughts before I, before I get into my point and my thoughts on it. Sorry. So Kyrie says that um, Dwight Howard, um, another you know perennial NBA all-star and who's working his way back into shape. He says, I agree with Kyrie Irving. Basketball and entertainment, period, isn't needed at this at this moment. It will only be a distraction. Sure, it might not distract us as the players, but we have the resources at hand. Majority of our community don't, don't have. The smallest distraction for them can start a trickle-down effect, and it may never stop. Um, he goes on to talk about he'd, he'd want to live. He, he would love to another opportunity to win an NBA championship but he thinks that it's more important that we stay in the moment um, and and do not distract from what's happening with the movement. And there have been other players that have felt differently. Um, Austin Rivers, you know, talks about being able to to, to make money um, and being able to use that money to give back. And other players said the same thing. So I want to I want to attack this from a couple standpoints. Right? Let me write this down so I can make sure I, I know I'm on on point with where I'm going. Um, right. Yeah. That's, that's one thing, Jay. That's definitely one thing that, um, that I wanted to, to highlight. Right. I think one, some people are talking out of both sides of their neck. Sorry. I need to do that note thing. I like to take notes while I'm talking to y'all. So excuse me. All right. So I'm just writing one thing down. So this is my thing. This is my issue. When we're talking about this issue of the protests um, as it pertains to the NBA and the NBA using its power to using this, using its power to support the protests and support the protesters. Now, while I do understand that some NBA players may be saying, if we get back out on the court, that will distract from the movement. I would dare say that it wouldn't because if you look at when, the protests are happening. The vast majority of protests are happening in off work hours. They're happening in the weekends and they're happening at night. Nobody's protesting on Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. Nobody. Like there's no protest going on like that way. Even with COVID being the way that it is and so many people being in a situation where they don't have to go into workplaces. The vast majority of protests are happening Saturdays and Sundays and at night. With that being the case, Basketball games don't normally happen at those times. So it would not distract from the movement. Additionally, I would say that a lot of the the, the growth that these protests have had has been because NBA players who are on the court have been making political statements. Let's look at where, where a lot of this stuff started. The, the protesting started. During an NFL game, Colin Kaepernick began kneeling 
during NFL games, right before NFL games on national television where his message could be broadcast nationally, right? So with that being said, I do not believe that Kyrie Irving and other NBA players coming back to play basketball distracts from the mission, from the message. It doesn't. It doesn't in that way. I would also say this. Kyrie Irving, I haven't checked his salary. And let me double check this because I want to make sure I understand, make sure I, I know for sure. Let's look up Kyrie Irving salary. Right? Kyrie Irving in 2018 made $20.1 million a season. In one season. Right? In one season. How many players in the league do you think makes $20.1 million a season? Probably not the vast majority of them. Probably probably not the vast majority of them, right? I think the average NBA salary is about $600,000 a year. All right? I'm sorry, like a minimum is $600,000 a year. Now, you may say to yourself, that's a lot of money. You don't know their expenses. So whereas Kyrie Irving could probably say, I'm willing to give up, you know, whatever it takes to make sure that, you know, we can do that for one season. He may say, okay, I'll give up the entire $20.1 million for this season. Well, he probably also made $20.1 million leading up into that season, but that's actually another day. But the lower guys won't be able to do that. So they will not share that. They will not share that same sentiment when it comes to it. Here's another thing I'm thinking about. Let's also think about this, right? Sorry. Uh... I don't know who that was. All right. Um, I also want you to think about this. What if what if NBA players went back and said, we are playing, the ones who want to, we are playing, but we're going to donate our entire salary to the movement. I think that makes a bigger statement than not playing. I think that makes a much bigger statement than not playing. If that's if if they are so dead set on we want to make sure that everything we're doing is going to support the movement, play and donate your salary. D- donate your salary. It's it's really that simple. Like like because think about it. think about what Black Lives Matter, whatever whatever social, um, whatever your social justice group of choices. Huh? Whatever your group of choices, say, okay, cool. What do you think Black Lives Matter could do with $20.1 million? If you think the work that they're doing now, because this is the problem. It's easy for us. And I've seen a lot of people on social media saying, I don't think that they should play. They should give up their salary. You are demanding that somebody give up their entire salary. You are. And I want you to think about this. For all the the talk about how much we care about these issues, and we all do, right? I know we do. We're not being, I don't believe that anybody's being disingenuous. I don't think that anybody is speaking out out of both sides of their mouth um, when it comes to talking about caring about these issues. I genuinely believe that people care about these issues. But guess what, y'all? We care about these issues when it's convenient. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. I don't mean like we don't care about it like all the time. I mean, we put how much we care about it on display when it's convenient. None of us have quit our jobs to fully support the movement. 
None of us have turned down a check to fully support the movement. Now, maybe we have said, I won't do certain things because that's not my realm of values. That's not my, my system of thought. But none of us have said, yeah, I'm not going to work tomorrow because I'm supporting the movement. Now, if you have, please put your please put your put your name at the bottom in my comment section and let me know. If you are the person that has said, I'm not going to work to support the movement, because I don't want me going to work to distract from the movement. You think LeBron James playing basketball to make people just forget eight that, that a, a man was killed? That a man was killed, his a, a knee was on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Dave Chappelle just did a special, right? 846. Did Dave Chappelle doing that special add or take away from the conversation of surrounding George Floyd and police brutality? Did it add or take away from it? I'll wait. I would definitely say it added to it. Especially, especially now considering the fact that no league is going to be able to stop these guys from protesting. None of them. No league is going to be able to stop those guys from wearing a shirt that says George Floyd. I am George Floyd. I can't breathe again. Nobody's going to be able to stop those guys from donating so much money. But guess what? When those guys don't get paid, they can't donate money. So the issues, the, the Black Lives Matter can move the way they move because they're, they're starting to get fun, f- financing. Whereas the whole idea of Black Lives Matter as an organization is another thing that we can talk about another day. But right now, I want to stay on topic. I want to stay on topic. I also want to say this. I've seen a lot of people bashing people because of the fact that they're not willing to give up things that they are not themselves willing to give up. If you want to protest and you the way you make your voice heard is to go out and march in the streets and and make your voice heard that way that's perfectly fine like I, no one should begrudge you that you have that right first amendment right to speak up for yourself you have the right to say I am mad as heck and I'm not going to take it anymore you have the right to say no justice no pe- no no justice no peace you have the right to say no 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 racist no KKK, no fascist USA. You have the right to say that. But you do not have the right to shame someone else because they feel like they can do the work a different way. We all have a role to play in this thing. We all do. So I just wanted to say that really quickly, like I said, and get out your way. The point of this whole video was about the NBA and protests. I am an NBA fan, so maybe selfishly I do want to see NBA players back on the court. But I want to see the NBA players back on the court with their ability to speak their minds, which I know is going to happen. The NBA has been one of the most vocal organizations when it comes to talking about what's happening in social injustice. They have not been denied once their right to speak up for themselves to the point where even Adam Silver and other NBA owners um, NBA governors, I'm sorry, they don't use that term. Um, other NBA governors have spoken up against the social injustice that's happening before it was cool. Before it was cool. So I hope that the NBA comes back with the players. Um, I hope that when they do, 
they do make a statement regarding, you know, committing a certain percentage of their salaries to uh, the social justice causes that they would like to see um, be funded. And if not social injustice, there's so many other organizations that do benefit the larger African-American community and the um, oppressed communities that we were talking about um, that could desperately use that funding. If Kyrie Irving is serious, I would love to see Kyrie Irving commit his entire salary to a nonprofit organization or a social justice organization. I would love to see that happen. The problem is this. It probably won't. And that's something we have to ask ourselves. Why is that the case? Because if we believe, we say we believe, then we know that the vast majority of these organizations that are trying to support the community are massively underfunded and could use the resources to be able to better serve the communities that we say we care about. But we don't. Instead, we pay lip service and we make memes and we scream really loudly while we do nothing but talk. With that being said, this has been a real talk with Rajan Short. I hope y'all enjoyed it. This Saturday night, we are doing uh, Toxic or Nas coming back. I'm going to have another panel um, of guys coming out. It's going to be really great. I'm excited about um, that. Um, and tomorrow night, I have Brian Heat on as my special local celebrity um, spotlight guest. Wednesday night, I have Tariq, uh, my, my homeboy, uh, Tariq. Uh, I, I can't remember Tariq's last name right now. But he's my, my homeboy from school. And he's going to be talking about some stuff. And then Thursday, I have... Oh, G. Jordan, uh, the protester who was arrested um, in Marion Square, um, who went viral, who actually Jay-Z was one of the people that reached out to the city of Charleston to make sure that he's receiving justice as well. So got a good week of stuff coming up, man. I hope y'all check it out. I hope you enjoy. Let me know what you think. If you agree, let me know if you disagree. Um, I'm always willing to to hear you guys out. So less than 20 minutes. All right, let's do it. Y'all have a great day. Um, always remember that God is everything. Without him, we are nothing. So never forget where your help comes from. And if a man doesn't stand for something, he's bound to fall for anything. Now, that is real talk. I will see y'all soon. Peace.